Hello, everybody. Welcome to Constipated Christian. This is Tia and Bud here to encourage you and uplift you. Today, we are talking about examples of servitude as the Bible instructs. So, in the first episode, as you guys know, we talk about how Christ instructs us to serve, whether it's feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, of course, going out and spreading the gospel, visiting prisoners, supporting widows and orphans. And and so Bud is going to um, talk to us a little bit about how he came up or how he uh, came about this idea of um, something that we're doing in our own community. Yeah, I, I didn't personally come up with this, but, uh, you know, as Tia uh, mentioned, I, um, you know, you know about uh, feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, the, the prisoners and the widows and all that, I uh, had, had talked about in one of our previous episodes, but I have a hard time uh, absorbing uh, all the Bible and just, uh, you know, putting it in, in the, into practice. So those kind of key points that she just mentioned, I can kind of identify with, so uh, you know, we did develop uh, a community store, a, a clothing store, and a, we give away stuff like that in the food pantry and um, uh, those kinds of things. But <clears throat> not everybody can do that kind of thing if they're not involved in, in the church or they don't have the, the same resources or whatever. So, you know, we look for, you know, we talked about one of our other episodes that uh, just one life at a time, uh, you can... Uh, it impact just anybody at your work or your, um, you know, your uh, sports activities or whatever, just by, you know, just uh, uh, talking about Christ and, um, you know, just, just mentioning where you go to church, that kind of thing. One of the things that, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, reaching out to the homeless is uh, something that's just <clears throat> some uh, very, um, you know, some people uh, say they uh, they could do it. Some people say they could never do it. So um, <clears throat> one of the uh, couples at our church, <clears throat> excuse me, came up with a, a way to kind of uh, break the ice, so to speak. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, they came up with an idea called a, a blessing bag. It's like a one gallon uh, bag, a storage bag that they fill with uh uh, you know, snacks and water and uh, some hygiene products, and they have a scripture in there, and I think they have the daily bread that they put in there or whatever. And they make up maybe 100 of them, 150 of them every month, and then they uh, we pass them out at church, and people uh, would uh, come to the table and grab one, and as they go about their business they, they or their daily routine, they put it in their cars. And as they see people on the street, homeless people that uh, are just, you know, clearly struggling or whatever, They'll stop, pull over, walk up to them, and the icebreaker being that I have something for you, or can I give you something? And <clears throat> nobody's going to say, you know, uh, no, or, or most people are, are not, I've never heard anybody say no or whatever. So it's just a way for them to, uh, you know, to, you know, to kind of break the ice, hand this to them. You can further uh, from that, uh, you know, go on to say, how's your day going? Uh, they can uh, sometimes they'll say, gosh, I'm having a great day or I'm just having a tough day. I'm struggling or whatever. Uh, you know, can I pray for you? You know, what's going on in your life or whatever. So th th that's just one uh, simple way that um, uh, they came up with, uh, you know, an idea that they you know, might not be involved in a, in a, in a big outreach uh, thing. But to them, very personal. And, you know, just the uh, 
uh, as I've done that, I, I've, I've actually heard about homeless people saying that, you know, you're acknowledging our existence, that we're, uh, you know, that you see us and that you care for us. So uh, just a way, another way to love our neighbor, but, uh, but a very simplistic way. Yeah, I totally, I really do agree. It is not easy uh, approaching someone uh, who is homeless in the street or just anyone in the street. I'm from uh, New York City. And so that's definitely a, a big no-no. And I'm pretty sure anybody from any big city can agree with me uh, because, you know, some of these homeless people there either could be uh, addicted to drugs or they have, you know, mental issues or just an array of, uh, of things that can be concerning for, for someone. However, uh, of course, you ask God for discernment in that. You know, you ask God for discernment or even just leaving one by an encampment or something and just walking away. Um, you can do that too. And the blessing bags were very, very convenient. Um, when the couple did distribute it out to the church, it was very, very convenient because we had it in our cars. And, you know, uh, sometimes I don't know where you guys may live, but in our state, sometimes there are people by the highways and they're asking for things. And it's just so easy to just give it to them and, you know, go about your way. And, and, and it's essential things. So, and, um, and then, so how can, how do you think though, that the blessing bags can serve as that icebreaker? Um. Well, as I mentioned, uh, it, it's hard to come up with that first initial, uh, you know, how do I engage that person? So, um, you know, when you have something, when you walk up to them, you say, you know, can I give you something or I have something for you? That immediately gets their attention. Um, when when, when uh, this couple first started out, <clears throat> they called it, um, what did they call it? Uh, a goodie bag. And uh, so when I, I remember the I, I, my first bag I passed out was a, a, a young lady behind Home Depot in a field. And uh, <clears throat> she was clearly, you know, just um, uh, in, in um, having, a, having a tough time and, uh, with life in general. And so I kind of passed by her, then I stopped and I backed up the car and went uh, up to her. And I said, hey, uh, you know, I, I've got something for you here. Can I give you something? And she said, yeah, what do you got? And, so I said, well, I have a goodie bag for you. And she looked at it, she looked at the contents. And I said, I just wanted, uh, you know, to, you know, just to say, God bless you. And is, 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 if there's anything that, uh, you know, that I can pray for you about, you know, can I pray for you? And she said, no, not really. And then I started to walk away. And I said, well, you know, God bless you. I walk away. She goes, hey, uh, these aren't goodie bags. And I thought, oh, there's something in here that uh, isn't right. And she said, these are blessing bags. And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm going to tell the people that uh, came up with this idea that uh, maybe we should rename this uh, because if this is a blessing to you, that's obviously the point of why we're doing this. So uh, that's kind of a, of a long story for a short, uh, I mean, for a small thing. But uh, just how those, these small, I, I think the point of all this is that if we're going to be servants and we're going to, uh, you know, walk around and just serve people, th that, that's one simple way that you can do it. Just acknowledge somebody that's you know, at uh, at the bottom, just having a tough time or whatever, and you're uh, taking the time to acknowledge them. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, I never uh, actually walked to someone to give it. I was always in my car. 
Um, so maybe that's something that I can do is like actually walk and have that one-on-one with someone because it is, it can, that can be amazing. And I know that that made your heart warmed, but absolutely for sure. But as we look at, uh, Jesus, um, one of the first things that, one of the things that he does says that's so profound as who he, Jesus, he, who is God, he, gave up that title when he came here. I mean, he was still God, but he did not, it says in um, Philippians 2, that he did not uh, think about that as something to cling to. You know, he uh, came to not to be served, but to serve. And, you know, and if we, when we look at other false gods, they all demand worship. They demand it to be served. They demanded people to just, um, you know, kind of be their slaves. And that's kind of like how, the false gods are if you look at um you know all these the secular shows that's on tv you'll see how they portray their gods and and when you look at jesus the life of jesus when you read in any one of the four gospels you see how humble he was he is god and he still came to serve us humans who didn't deserve anything and so um that's if you ever if you guys want to read more about serving and and where god's heart is at with serving definitely look at the four gospels because it's all there and in the gospel itself you know for for god so loved the world that he gave his only son um for those who would believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life so that's one of the simple ways that you guys can um you know do something in your own community it may not be as elaborate as the blessing bag but it can be something uh maybe like a snack or something to start off with don't you think bud too yeah and you know something that's um rather polarizing that uh you know when you talk about homeless right off the bat you're going to get people to say uh gosh you're entitling them you know you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that or whatever the blessing bag is not something that's going to entitle anybody it's just a an act of kindness. It's just a Christ-like, um, you know, attribute that you are are, are are trying to portray to somebody that you're, um, you know, I, I can't imagine Christ, you know, when we talk about the homeless and the, what people are saying, you know, we, uh, they need to be vetted, they need to be this, they need to be that. I, I, I can't imagine Christ walking around, uh, you know, saying, well, how'd you get here? What's going on? Or whatever, right. where he would bless them. So, you have to get past that if you're going to just walk up to somebody just a one-on-one, um, you know, and, and again, these are seed plants, you know, you're leaving the daily bread, you're leaving something in there that uh, a scripture that they have a lot of time in their hands. They're not going to be watching TV or, um, you know, I, I, we went to the church intensive thing in San Francisco again with Francis Chan and just to kind of study his way of the home church and that kind of thing. One of the things uh, <clears throat> I think, I think we we're there for like four or five days and, on one day, he packed us or told us all to get in our cars and go down to the Tenderloin District in San Francisco and spend a couple hours just walking the streets, praying for people, blessing people, and uh, it, it was unbelievable. Uh, the, I mean, just drug deals going on and people are strung out and just uh, needles and stepping over people and on and on. And I thought, gosh, what are we doing down here? We have no impact whatsoever. They're not going to remember us. They don't even, you know, they can't even think straight or whatever. So we walked up this one guy and started talking to him. And he was kind of like, you know, all over the map. And this a guy was uh, sitting next to me and he t- he, he was uh, smoking something. And he, you know, kind of took it out of his mouth. He goes, hey, 
listen to this guy when he's got to say, these guys were here last week, and he's going to tell you something about God, and it's going to make you feel good. So listen to what he's saying. So I, when I went back and I was sharing with everybody, uh, we, you know, they wanted us to share our, our experiences, uh, I had to say, like, I thought this was a waste of time. But when I heard that, <clears throat> even in their deepest despair, or when they're shooting up or they're smoking dope or whatever, they still can hear God's word. And I just, I felt so encouraged about that. Wow. That's, I can't even imagine that. Even in, even the, the streets of New York, I've never seen anyone actually strung out on drugs like that, or that's, that's a, that is definitely a sight to see. But um, some takeaway points for you guys, of course, the first one, a simple way uh, the blessing bags, if that's something that is in your if that's something that's in your, if you have a group of people that feels the same way about this, you know, definitely get together and, you know, raise some money to you know, go to Family Dollar or is it called Dollar Tree or mm-hmm. Family Dollar? dollar. Store. The Dollar Store um, and, you know, get a couple of those things that you think it would be. And then even if you can't uh, order one of those booklets, you can even write out the gospel on there and just put it in there and, you know, do what you can. But the main thing is that, of course, we want the gospel in there, one, two, and then we want something that can uh, meet their physical needs, too, also. Um and then the second one is the simple act of kindness and the act of time is a demonstration of Christ's love and is simply acknowledging the homeless existence, just like Bud said, and showing them that someone does care about them. Because, you know, whether you whatever opinions you do have about the homeless, um, they're still made in God's image. You know, they're still made in God's image and we none of us deserve God's mercy, but he still gave it to us so we can humble ourselves and do the same. You know, um, let's not be so judgmental or so harsh in that way that we're looking at another human being who is above our humanly grace. And, you know, God could have easily looked at us that way and he didn't. You know, he died for us even when we didn't deserve us d- deserve it. Um, we could have died in our sins and he could have allowed that for us, but he did not. So um, that's something that I encourage you guys to do. And again, once again, if you want to read more about serving the four Gospels, when you look at the life of Jesus, that he's all about serving. You know, he didn't even come on. Um, he was just so humble. His his when he came to Earth, he was just so humble. He was born in a manger with in a, in a, like a in a in, in an environment where there's animals, you know, around, and it was just, it was just really humble, and so that's something that I encourage you guys to to do if you feel like you need a little pick me up on, on serving. Anything else, Bud? Well, that's a good point. You know, when we think about <clears throat> how we want to um, kind of structure our day, we we, we tend to try to want to uh, uh, avoid these situations or these people because it's just not something that we're comfortable doing. But again, that word comfortable kind of creeps into my, <clears throat> you know, when I'm talking about what, what, what Christ would do, he's, he's not a comfortable person, I don't think. He had no place to uh, lay his head. He had, uh, you know, food uh, was not important, it just on and on. But he spent his days walking around leper colonies, walking around uh, prostitutes, people that were uh, you know, just the, you know, the dregs of society in, in, the, in the world's eyes. But it seems to me he spent a lot of time there. So if we want to uh, live like Christ lives and, and have him be an example for our daily life, 
you know, this is one way to incorporate that in, into your life that, you know, could be a life changer for you. You know, the way those busting bags look, like I say, they're like a gallon bag, uh, like a storage bag. They might have 10 or 12 articles in there that when you go to the big box store, you buy these things in bulk and each item might cost 30, 40, 50 cents, a bottle of water, whatever. And the total cost of the bag might be four or five dollars. So, you know, you make up 10 of them, 40, 50 bucks. Uh, you get other people involved. You get your kids involved. And it's just uh, something that you go out and do and you can talk about it. And it just makes you feel good. And uh, I, I know that's not what we're all about, but it, it's it's just one of those moments that uh, you feel like you're really doing Christ's work. Absolutely. Well, all right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And always, always, we also we always want to give an invitation for those of you who do not know Christ as your, um, you know, personal savior. We invite you to do that. You know, as we're talking about serving, Jesus came to serve. He saw that we were, uh, we are a fallen creation, and we needed a savior. We're in need of our savior. You know, we murder, we steal, we lie. We commit adultery, we fornicate, we fall short of his his grace, but Jesus still came humbly. He was crucified and he rose on the third day. And so if you just trust and believe alone in him, do not trust in yourself or your goodness and you will be saved. And we love you guys and we hope to hear from you next time and can't wait to engage with you. Alrighty. Bye.